Blog Talk Radio. Good day and God bless. This is Reverend Brian Betsworth for On Fire Agape Ministries and On Fire Agape Radio. Thank you very much for listening. Right now we'd like to present a sermon that I preached at one of my evangelical congregational churches, Trinity E.C. Church in Shemokin, Pennsylvania. This sermon is based on text from the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, verse 4, through chapter 2, verse 16. It's titled, Greater Than Angels, because Jesus Christ is greater than all, greater than everything and everyone. I'd like to remind you that you can listen to On Fire Agape Radio on your telephones in the USA by calling the following toll-free number. It's 786-401-1533. So you can listen to On Fire Agape Radio on your phones now. We have sermons, we have music, and other items that might interest you as well, all focused on Jesus Christ and the gospel of our Lord. So once again, I'd like to thank you for listening. Oh, and you can visit our On Fire Agape Ministries website, please, at www.fire.com. On fire agape ministries dot o r g now I'd like you to uh please sit down and be blessed as you listen to the word of our Lord. Amen in last week's message, we began to examine the book of Hebrews, and we began by posing a question that we presumed God might ask. Is anybody listening? The primary overall focus of this letter to the Hebrews is to explain and reinforce the teaching that the way to heaven is through Jesus Christ and not through angels, not through Moses, not through priests and pastors, or through the Old Testament sacrifices. It's through Jesus. And over the next few weeks, I'd like for us to see that the writer of Hebrews has said a lot about the excellence and the superiority of Christ in each of these instances. So this week we want to look closer at the ministry of Christ in comparison to the angels. Because that, that's what he's talking about here in this first part. Angels are held in high regard throughout the Bible. They're God's messengers. Angels were stationed as guards over the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve were re- removed from the Garden. And it was an angel who ministered to Elijah. An angel talked to Balaam. Angels gave instructions to Samson's parents. They announced the birth of both John the Baptist and of Jesus. Gave instructions to Joseph 
and an angel ministered to Jesus during the temptation in the desert and in the garden of Gethsemane. Angels were present at the resurrection, at the ascension. They're in the book of Acts on more than one occasion and all throughout the book of Revelation. Angels are an important part of God's work. But Jesus is better than the angels. The world, our society, our culture, may not want to hear much about Jesus. But angels do interest them. It's pretty plain when you look around our society and our culture and TV and music that people are interested in angels. There was a popular uh, country music band some years back called Alabama. And they sang a song called Angels Among Us. And some of the lyrics to the refrain say, Oh, I believe there are angels among us sent down to us from somewhere up above. They come to you and me in our darkest hours to show us how to live, to teach us how to give, to guide us with the light of love. To guide us with the light of love. So people in our culture are quite enamored with angels and interested in them. But many tend to give much credit and praise to angels and, and to think of them as though they are the ultimate spiritual beings. And perhaps the writer of Hebrews felt that people were focusing on angels more than on Jesus back then too. And he wants the readers to realize that even though angels are important, there is one more important than they. Verse 4 of chapter 1 says, Having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Well, in Old Testament times and even beyond, families took great pains to follow the lines of inheritance from one generation on to the next. And it was the firstborn son of each family who inherited the blessing of the father and got a double portion of the goods and the wealth of the family. But throughout God's plan, not once have we seen an angel become part of the inheritance of God. For they are not sons of God. However, the Bible clearly states that Jesus is God's son. David said in Psalm 2, The Lord has said to me, You are my son. David recognized that. God the Father said in the Gospels, This is my son, who I am very pleased with. Listen to him. And in Philippians 2, we read, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus 
every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So it's clear that Jesus is above all. And angels are not eligible to inherit the power and glory promised to the Son of God. So where do angels fit into the scheme of all things? I want to look back at the text again. Chapter, or verses 13 and 14 of chapter 1 reads, But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Notice here again the word inherit in verse 14. Angels do not have part of the inheritance, but those who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ as Lord of their life are called sons and daughters of God. That refers to us like Christ, like David. But it does not refer to angels. Galatians 3.26 says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. And Hebrews 1.14 again says, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? So as well as messengers, the angels are ministering spirits sent from the God from God the Father to the sons and daughters of God. So we are recipients of their ministry because we are in the inheritance and the lineage of Abraham through faith in Jesus Christ. But don't be mistaken. Angels are not under our authority. They're not ours to command. We can't ask them to come and go and tell them what we want them to do for us. They are sent forth by God to minister on His behalf to the sons and daughters of God according to His will and not ours. So we would find ourselves sadly mistaken to think that we can give direction to angels. They take orders only from God. And stories we've heard throughout our culture sometimes seem to make them into folklore. Talk about angels in many ways that we really don't see in the Bible. Sort of like a genie in a bottle. But that's not what they are. They're messengers and their ministers sent out by God. And remember, it is Jesus, the Son of God, who provided eternal life to us and not the angels. So we would dishonor God to worship angels. We would dishonor Jesus to pray to angels. Listen to what God says about His own Son, Jesus, in the text we read. one six says, Let all God's angels worship Him. 
Verse 8, about the sun, he says, Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever, and righteousness will be the scepter of your kingdom. He's the king of all. He also says, In the beginning, O Lord, you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, but you will roll them up like a robe. Like a garment, they will be changed, but you remain the same, and your years will never end. The scripture clearly demonstrates the authority, glory, and power of Jesus. God the Father declares that Jesus has the same glory as himself. Only God is worthy of worship, and the angels are commanded to worship Jesus as God. The authority of Jesus' throne is forever and everlasting, it says. Jesus is named here as the creator of the heavens and the earth, and though they perish, he will remain forever. So Jesus is greater than the angels. Worship him. Pray to him, is what the writer of Hebrews is saying. And yet, Jesus humbled himself and redeemed us through his life here and his death on the cross. And in chapter 2 of our text, beginning with verse 9, we read, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. He sings praise to us. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through his death, he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Praise Jesus. If you search through your Bible, you'll find a lot of scripture relating to angels. And as a matter of fact, the Hebrew word translated as angel is used over 200 times in the Old Testament. And the word for angel is also mentioned numerous times in the New Testament. And that tells me that angels were widely active during the writing of the Bible. 
and also that it's nothing new for people to be interested in them. And though we tend to think of angels as good beings, which they are, we need to remember also that Satan is a fallen angel and that he's not alone in his demonic acts. His demons are fallen angels also. And therefore, we must be aware of his ways of trickery and deceit and find a way to protect ourselves. And one of the ways we can do this is to stay connected to God and to Jesus through the Word. Last week, we talked about five warnings that are found in the book of Hebrews. And the first one is here in this scripture. It involves drifting from the Word. We find that warning in Hebrews 2, 1 through 3, which says, We must pay more careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. For if the message spoken by angels was binding, and every violation and disobedience received its just punishment, how shall we escape if we ignore such a great salvation? This salvation, which was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard him. And the purpose of this warning here is to encourage all readers to pay attention to God's word and to obey it. This is written to believers as a reminder that we cannot neglect our salvation. We cannot take it for granted. Billy Graham wrote a book titled Angels, God's Secret Agents. I have a copy of it and I was looking at it at home when I was preparing for this. And in it he seems to address this issue of drifting away or being diverted from God's work. He says, One of Satan's sly devices is to divert our minds from the help God offers us in our struggles against the forces of evil. However, the Bible testifies that God has provided assistance for us in our spiritual conflicts. We are not alone in this world. The Bible teaches us that God's Holy Spirit has been given to empower us and guide us. In addition, the Bible, in nearly 300 places, also teaches that God has countless angels at his command. Furthermore, God has commissioned these angels to aid his children in their struggles against Satan. Chapter 2, verse 16 that we read of Hebrews here says, For indeed he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Jesus died for you and me in order to give aid, strength, forgiveness, and grace to us. We have been raised to the exalted position of sons and daughters of God. 
Why should we honor an angel above Jesus? It's Jesus who has redeemed us and called us His own. He has come into this world to give us eternal life. He gives aid to the seed of Abraham. Do you need aid? Do you need aid today? He is available to you now. Pray for Jesus to come into your heart and to become the Lord of your life and you can receive all that God promises and provides for you. In Jesus' name, amen.